Do you wish you could hear God's voice? Are you struggling to find stillness in the busyness of mom life? Is being present daily and sometimes moment by moment a battle for you? Welcome home, sister. This is Unabridged Faith. Aloha, my name is Paige Amber Bacani. I am a lover of Jesus, wife, mama, and mentor. After living by my own strength for years, I finally gave up and took a chance on Him. The simplest way to describe what the Lord has done in my life is that I was one way, and now I am completely different. I want that for you. My mission is to journey alongside you as we openly grow in our faith by being present with God's Word, practicing prayer, pursuing fellowship, and sharing powerful testimonies. If you want to learn how to invite God's peace into your heart, motherhood, and mind, I know this podcast will speak to you. Slip on your shoes, strap on your little ones, and let's go for a walk. We have a date with the Lord. All my love, your sister, Paige. Hey, sister friend. It's me, Erica Diaz-Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. I have loved pouring into you for the last several weeks, and I just want to take a moment to say thank you for allowing me to serve you in this way. Quick shout out to Paige for just allowing me to support her in this way too, because it doesn't, it's not common that someone else kind of takes over your show for a bit, but she has definitely just been so gracious and allowed me to love on her in this way. So thank you, Paige. I love you. Now, today is the last episode in this biblical productivity series, and I'm going to share my secret weapon to massive productivity and how this secret weapon actually helps contribute to my ability to rest, not just physically, but mentally and spiritually as well. So I hope you are ready to do a little bit of learning. I highly encourage you to grab a notebook and a pen because this will be one of those episodes where you start to really have your your, your brain wheels moving and get creative with how you're going to apply this to yourself. So are you ready? Let's do it. So a little bit of a story. I didn't even start to think about rest until I met Paige. And Paige wasn't the reason I started thinking about it. The Lord was actually working in me separately and leading me to consider this more intentionally. Then in a group setting, I heard Paige talk about rest and talking about the woman who needs rest. And every time she described this woman, I was like, that's me. <laughs> Lord, are you talking to me? And I just tell you, my mind exploded, literally. I felt all these thoughts and feelings come up and questions. So I really started to work through this prayerfully and sought the Lord about what this looks like because I didn't know what it was to rest. I was always go, go, go. I work seven days a week doing house stuff and or career stuff or business stuff, whatever it is that I've been in. And I found myself feeling like I was always on. And because I was in that mindset of always on, rest seemed abnormal to me. So thinking about this biblically, I was challenged when turning to the word of God as he's leading me to think about this. And the reason I was challenged is because it says here in Exodus chapter 20, 
Verses 8 through 11, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. And I'm going to tell you, sis, reading that and just understanding the word holy, set apart, and my lack of adherence, of obedience to this commandment grieved me. It grieved my spirit. And... The Lord is so gracious, right? He has grace for us. So I sought the Lord and I'm happy to share. I'm grateful to share that now, today, our family regularly observes the Sabbath. We Sabbath on Saturdays and we practice a six-day work week. I don't do any housework on Saturdays. I don't do any regular work right? It's a day of family and rest. But I wasn't always like this, right? We're in 2023. When I first started thinking about this and the Lord was convicting me, right? This was November of 2022. So it's only been a couple of months since I I have actually been obedient in this area where our family has been obedient, right? My husband and I together. And I had to really rethink my life and my approach to getting things done because now I have 24 hours less. Okay. So what is the secret weapon? What is the secret weapon that allows me to rest? And the secret weapon is actually one of the topics I teach inside of my course. And that topic is systems. A system is simply a set of principles or procedures. Think of it like a process according to which something is done. All right. It's a framework. It's a method. An example of a system, a very simple system that you probably don't even call a system is the process that you follow to do laundry. Step one, you sort the clothes. Step two, you wash the darks. Step three, you swap the darks from the washer to the dryer, then start a new load of just whites. Step four, you move the whites into the dryer and you fold the darks. Step five, you put away the darks, then you fold the whites. Step six, you put away the whites after you fold them, right? And then you take a nap. <laughs> I know I feel like taking a nap after that. You might you might not, right? You might not even do all this in one day. You might break things up, just do one load a day, okay, depending on what else you have going on. But ultimately, you have a method. People say there's a method to my madness. You have a system, whether you call it a system or not right? And having a system in place is exactly what allows for our family to rest, okay? And I'm going to give you three reasons that is. The first is that systems remove the guesswork of when and how things will get done. The second is that systems offer structure in and around your personal and your professional pursuits and spaces. And the third reason 
or way systems support rest is that systems help you identify where to seek support so you can meet those deadlines and complete all your tasks within the boundaries of a six-day work week. This might sound counterintuitive. It might feel unnatural. But remember that we are not called to live in the natural. We're called to live by the Spirit. And the Lord commanded us to observe the Sabbath, to take a day of rest just as he did because he set apart that seventh day and made it holy. I wonder why it's a commandment. My guess is honestly that the Lord knew we would struggle, that we wouldn't trust him with our time, that we wouldn't trust him to open up those pockets of time to get things done that we would try to do things in our own strength, that we would burn out, that we wouldn't care for ourselves in that way, that we would continue to just mull over things and think about them until they drive us to the point of anxiety or overwhelm. I don't know what you've struggled with and I don't know what you're trying to get done, but I can tell you that having been a slave to my to-do list for years and having suffered from anxiety that really was triggered by time and my obsession with things being done, there is freedom. There is another way. And while you might not see that other way in the immediate moment, right? In this present moment, you might wonder what in the world is that other way. I can tell you that it first starts with putting your trust in the Lord. Try to think about the worst that can happen, and I'm sure you do. But if you think about the the really the what the worst thing is, it is death. But as a Christian, we don't even need to fear death because Jesus already conquered it. We have eternal life in Christ. And we don't have to worry about anything. Right? He tells us to be anxious for nothing nothing at all. So, sis, if you are feeling convicted, if you feel that Holy Spirit tug on your heart, it's time. It's time to repent and it's time to reflect and it's time to seek the Lord about this and to ask him what that looks like for you. What does rest look like for you? And what systems can you implement so that you don't have to worry? And when you do start to worry, what scripture will you bring out to help to combat those limiting beliefs and those fearful thoughts? It has been my absolute pleasure, for real. I'm very grateful I got to spend some time with you. And if you want to connect with me more, you can head over to hurrynewstrength.com. Check out the podcast, check out the community, check out everything we've got going on. I'm also inside of the Unabridged Faith community, and I'm happy to connect there as well. You can head to facebook.com forward slash Unabridged Faith and just click on the community button. I'm grateful for you. I'm praying for you. And I look forward to getting to know you more. God bless you, sis. sister. 
I am eager to connect and hear how the Lord spoke to you through today's episode, or maybe even throughout the week, because I trust that He did. I want to ask you to pause and help me with a quick favor. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, please take a moment and share how through leaving a heartfelt review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other women, like us, find unabridged faith. Your kind words fill my heart with so much joy, and I have hope that your review also encourages others. If you are ready to go all in with your faith, please email me at unabridgedfaith at gmail.com so we can stay in touch. And come join our community of faith-filled women at facebook.com slash unabridgedfaith. I trust that the Lord will continue to use this podcast to draw us nearer to His heart. And I pray for a week full of intention and connection as we grow in unabridged faith. In Jesus' name.